Welcome to another episode of Real Life Discussions with Pastor Rodney and Teresa. We want to take this time and thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to a podcast and also when you listen to the telecast on YouTube. We appreciate that so much. I wanted to do a podcast today for two reasons. Mm -hmm. I wanted you involved and the second one is you don't like to, <laughs> to do the YouTube videos as much. Um, but I want to go back and talk about uh, Resurrection Sunday um, and build on something that I have done for the last couple of years. I, I've talked about this subject, but we have added some things to it. And I think that people need to go back and listen to it again because I believe it's very important. And Resurrection Sunday shouldn't just be a day a year that we celebrate. Mm -hmm. It should be a constant thing. You did, you you actually, our first, um, if you want to call gathering, that we had with Real Life, you, you spoke on this. Yes. This was on um, Easter Sunday. But I like to get your input when I think it's a very important message, mm -hmm. and that's the reason uh, we're doing the podcast today. But the scripture that I used uh, is found in 1 John 4 and 9. And this was manifested the love of God toward us because God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. That we what? Might live the through Zoe him. We only real We only really live as we do it through Jesus, the Zoe life as God knows yeah. it. Yeah. That's your here for the last couple of months. It's been my favorite. The Zoe life. Mm-hmm. This must be believed in order to accept God's perfect, complete salvation for total man. man. It puts life in the absolute sense because without it, you're just existing. Yeah, I mean, you're on your way to heaven. Yeah. But everything else is miserable. Yeah. Uh, you're not walking in health. Mm -mm. You're broke. Yeah. Uh, you know, people, Relationships <laughs> people run broke. from you when they see you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that's not the way it's supposed to be when you become a born-again believer. Mm -mm. You're supposed to, when you receive salvation, you should allow it to affect... All aspects. Every aspect. And that's the reason God spoke to us a couple years back and told us that we need to encourage people to, to live the Zoe life mm -hmm. and let Him affect spirit, soul, and body. and body. This kind of life renders death totally perilous and its author, Satan, totally paralyzed. G the resurrection was to seal the new covenant and to defeat the devil. The accomplishment of the cross includes, there's more, but these are the four that I've got wrote down. Our sin was dealt with. Satan was defeated. Our redemption was accomplished. The new covenant was sealed. Mm -hmm. um, if you study the word and you go back to the Old Testament, you'll see that there was covenants made throughout the time. I mean, even you go back to uh, Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. They was a sacrifice mm -hmm. because when they committed sin and ate of the fruit, they took leaves. Mm -hmm. But God came down and an animal was sacrificed. To make them clothing. To make them clothing. So mm -hmm. that was the start of it. Mm -hmm. But throughout the Old Testament, and you're going to see that a little bit today as we talk <clears> about a couple of things, Animals had to be sacrificed. Mm -hmm. Rituals had to be carried out in a sense. Things you had to go through things for healing, things for to get forgiveness. Mm -hmm. uh, under the new covenant, you don't have to do that anymore. Amen. You go to Jesus, mm -hmm. and you don't have to go to a priest. Mm -mm. You can just ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins, 
And then when you do that, to me, which is one of the hardest things. Mm-hmm. Greatest miracle. Yes. If you can, and you receive that through faith, faith mm-hmm. confession, mm-hmm. And, and, you know, believing those things. And that's how you obtain the Zoe kind of life. It's through the same uh, premise, the same way, mm-hmm. is you got to believe it. you got to declare it. you got to uh, believe Speak that it. he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, it's just the same way you receive salvation is the same way you receive everything, everything else. else. In Colossians 2 and 15. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Disarmed there means to remove weapons by force of authority. Jesus stripped him. He made a public spectacle of this whole situation, and that just basically means there were witnesses. This was not done in a corner. It was a public, open declaration. And when he, when that word's used, it, it means take a special notice. Yeah. Look Something, at this. Yeah, look at this. This is what happened. The devil don't want you to know this. No, no. He wants you, yes, okay, you're saved, but he wants you to walk into and defeating everything else in your life. And then triumphing over them in it, the triumphing means celebrating victory or rejoicing because of victory. And I think the body of Christ needs to rejoice more. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes you need to turn the tape on and just dance around your house and just thank him for all he's done yeah. in your life. Or go out in your yard. <laughs> They'll think you're crazy. Uh, they already do. <laughs> yeah, they're going to talk about you no matter what anyway. Um, by Jesus' death and resurrection, he spoiled the rulers under mandate of Satan. And I love this. He whooped and defeated the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, and I use this when I'm talking about this. He whooped and defeated the devil. I, I'm from a rural area in eastern Kentucky. When somebody said they whooped somebody, you knew it was a beatdown. Oh, yeah. You knew that the other person was probably in bad shape because you whooped them. Yeah. You didn't just get in a fight. You whooped them. Yeah. And this is what I see that Jesus did to the devil. He whooped him. He gave him a beatdown. Yeah. And in the scripture, it says, take special note of this. Mm-hmm. I want you to see what I did to the devil so you will know it so it will affect every aspect of your life. In Revelations 12 and 11, it says, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. And I like what it says in the Message Bible. They defeated him through the blood of the Lamb and the bold word of their witness. They weren't in love with themselves. They were willing to die for Christ. Let's look at the last part. They were willing to die for Christ. It wasn't about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they def- they were defeated. They defeated him through the blood of the Lamb. In other words, Jesus died on the cross. Then they're also their part to play in this was the bold word of their testimony. Their testimony. Their witness. Mm-hmm. Um, some churches today, uh, when we grew up, I'll, I'll share that in a few moments. A lot of churches today will videotape people's testimonies. Mm-hmm. They might do a little editing to it and everything because they're trying to get so many in. Mm-hmm. And they had those playing. Sometimes when you're walking, that's an encouragement. Yeah, sometimes you walk into the church, but when we were growing up, one thing when somebody says who's got a testimony, during that testimony, they would give more praise to the devil, and they would mm-hmm. what they have came out of. Yeah, it was more about their circumstances. About the mountain. Mm-hmm. About the mountain, exactly. You know, to me, it should be reversed. You should say this is what the devil was trying to do, but look what God, God did. Was yes. 
If, in other words, if you're going to spend three minutes giving a witness, take a couple of seconds and say, this is what the devil tried, but look right. how awesome my God was and what my God did. And I think that's, that's a witness. That's a testimony. Spending more time talking about what God has done in your life. Amen. I meant, yes, salvation. You need to talk about, I, you know, when I was a sinner, I was a good one. I did that. But look what God has done for me. Look how God turned my life around. I'm walking in so much joy, so much peace, knowing heaven's my home. Mm-hmm. And talk, even if it's sickness, even if it's a financial breakthrough, just take a few moments and say, this is what the devil was trying, but look what God did. Spend more time talking about the witness on how you overcome it mm-hmm. than what you went through in a sense. Mm-hmm. In Exodus chapter 12, I want to take the, the latter part of this and I want to talk about the blood of Jesus. I want to talk about the blood of the old covenant. Um, but this is a good setup for that. And then I want to talk about how people got healed under the old covenant and how it represented the cross. We're going to get in that in a few moments. But in Exodus chapter uh, 12, verse 21 through 24, sweetheart. Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said unto them, Draw out and take you a lamb according to your families and kill the Passover. And you shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin and strike the lintel and the two side posts with the blood that is in the basin. And none of you shall go out at the door of his house until the morning. For the Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptians, and when he sees the blood upon the lintel and on the two side posts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not suffer the destroyer to come into your houses to smite you. And you shall observe this thing for an ordinance to you and to your sons forever. Well, I always, when I'm discussing this, like to bring it in today's terms. Basically, what, uh, how you would say this today, was take the blood, put it in a, in a pail, mm-hmm. and take the paintbrush. Mm-hmm. Paint it over the top and the two sides, which is a representative of the cross. Applying that blood. So he instructed the children of Israel to do this. And then verse 28, it says, they did it. Mm-hmm. They did exactly so what... did they. Exactly what they were instructed. How many times has God instructed us to do something and we've not done it, then we blame God for it? Oh, yeah. Because if they had not done it, they would have been affected by this. Mm-hmm. But because they did, not only was their house protected, everything connected to them was protected. Exactly. Because during this time, Pharaoh, the Egyptians, livestock was affected, mm-hmm. homes was affected. But because they obeyed what God said and they took the blood, they put it over the top, the sides of the door, exactly how he said to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the property was protected in a sense, their livestock mm-hmm. and their home was protected. Yeah. And then all this was going on because Pharaoh had told uh, Moses they could have left. He, he said, you can leave, but you can't do this. Mm-hmm. You can, Men can go, but the children can't go. Yeah. You can go, but you got to leave all he your livestock. He to put restrictions on them. But at this time, he called for Moses in verse 32, and he says, Be gone and bless me also. I want a blessing out of this. Please bless me. Mm -hmm. And so they are getting ready to leave. And in verse 35 and 26 says, 35 through 36, And the children of Israel did according to the word of Moses, and they borrowed of the Egyptians jewels of silver, jewels of gold, and raiment. 
And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, so that they lent unto them such things as they required, and they spoiled the Egyptians. The Message Bible says, oh yes, they plucked the Egyptians clean. Mm. Now, I like how it says they borrowed. It was never going to be returned. <laughs> that would be like your mom. The grandkids would go over and say, you know, can we borrow a Debbie cake. Can we borrow this candy? <laughs> yeah, can we borrow this candy? Well, no, you can't borrow it. I don't want it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have it. You can have it. But here he was, a big key was this, they found favor. Mm-hmm. They found favor. If you and I will accept Christ as our Lord and Savior, I'm telling you, God wants to put favor in our life through his mm-hmm. son, Jesus. But you got to declare it. Every day you got to declare the favor of God is real in your life. The blood of Jesus and the blood throughout the Old Testament, New Testament is is very crucial. Mm-hmm. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 5 and 7 says, For even Christ, our Passover, is sanctified for us. Leviticus 17 and 11 says, For the life of the flesh is in the blood. Ephesians 1 and 7. In whom we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Psalms 107 and 2. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so whom he hath delivered from the hand of the enemy, or redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Let's talk about the blood. Mm -hmm. It talks about the Passover was sanctified for us. Um, But the latter part says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Mm -hmm. He done all this for us. Jesus died on the cross for us. We talked about that at the beginning. Then you see all of this here going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And it says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. so. I think it's time for us, for the redeemed to begin to shout and thank him for all that he has done for us. In in Galatians 2 and 20, it says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I live by how? By faith. faith. So how did you receive salvation? Through faith. The children of Israel did what they did through faith. They took God at his word mm-hmm. through Moses and says, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And what's so precious about this, the blood of Jesus was not spilled. It was shed. It was no accident. Yeah. We have been set free from our sin and our past. That's a big one. Because a lot of times people will receive Jesus as their personal savior. They thank God he forgave them of all their sins but they still allow the devil to bring up their past. Mm-hmm. This is how mom and dad lived. This is how this happened. This happened. Great aunt, great, great grandpa lived this way. Mm-hmm. That's the way you're going to live. Yeah. But when you got set free from Jesus, you got set free from your past. past. And we're going to look at that in a few moments. Turn your Bibles to uh, Leviticus chapter, um, let's go to chapter 16 very quickly. Maybe could you read 7? through 11. And he shall take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and Aaron shall cast lots upon the two goats. Okay. Here, when he's casting lots, the priest had a pouch and it would have two dice. So he'd pull the one out. It would say yes or no. And so he would put this the the two goats in front of him. Mm-hmm. And he would look at the first one. Is this one yours? Is this for the Lord? If it said no, then he would go to the next one. Mm -hmm. He knew the next one would would be. Or if the first one was, it would say yes on it. So it was with what he pulled out. 
Now, we no longer walk under this, but this is the way it was because the Spirit of God lives in us. And then, back then, it did not. This is the way they had to determine what God's will was. Go ahead. Verse 8 says, And Aaron cast lots upon the two goats, one lot for the Lord and the other lot for the scapegoat. And Aaron shall bring the goat upon which the Lord's lot fell and offer him for a sin offering. But the goat on which the lot fell to be the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the Lord to make an atonement with him and to let him go for a scapegoat into the wilderness. So here the priest <clears throat> would take the, the goat and he would kill it. Mm -hmm. And then he would take the blood from the one that was, was killed and he would put it up on the other. And then he would release it into the desert. Now, the Amplified Bible says it. It uses the, the word for scapegoat as a removal or a dismissal. So the sins of the people would be placed on that scapegoat and then sent out or removed from the people or dismissed from the people. So this is the way they got forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Aren't we excited today that we don't do that because how Jesus died for us, we don't have to do the sacrifice. Amen. And there's a reason I wanted to bring this in because what we're going to talk about in a few moments is, is very important. But here it was sent out. It was sent out to dry places. It was you were released from your past and your sin. Uh, but in Leviticus chapter uh, 14, verse 1 through 7. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought unto the priest, and the priest shall go forth out of the camp, and the priest shall look. And behold, if the plague of leprosy be healed in the leper, then shall the priest command to take for him that is to be cleansed two birds, alive and clean, cedar wood, scarlet, and hyssop. And the priest shall command that one of the birds be killed in an earthen vessel over running water. As for the living bird, he shall take it and the cedar wood and the scarlet and the hyssop and shall dip them and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water. And he shall sprinkle upon him that is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times and shall pronounce him clean and shall let the living bird loose into the open field. Well, I want you to look at this and let's break it down a little bit. To me, this is the type of Christ dying on the cross also. Mm -hmm. It is for healing. This is the way that a disease was released from someone. Mm -hmm. uh, one bird is killed in the open an earthly vessel, mm -hmm. and the other bird is dipped into the blood and the water of the dead bird, and then it is set free in an open field, and we're going to break this down a little bit. The living bird might as well be called the scapegoat. Now, these birds were probably captured. Mm -hmm. They were, they found them. They were captured in, um, so they had cages for them. So they now are captured birds. But then eventually one's going to be set free, and we're going to look at it in a few moments. The, an earthly vessel or a clay bowl mm -hmm. was brought, placed in front, but it had to be running water. Mm -hmm. It had to be a spring or a creek or a river. It had to be a flowing source. It was not a well. It had to be pure, fresh water, living water. Mm -hmm. You know, you could say that's a type of the Holy Spirit, representative of the Holy Spirit in us, because it should be living water flowing out of us. Um, the cedar wood yeah. was moisture resistant, decay resistant, and it was used as an insect repellent. And 
he would take this, and we're going to see it in a few moments. This was almost like used like a, a, tray. a tray or a handle or something mm-hmm. to attach the living bird to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they was, it talks about scarlet. Mm-hmm. It, it's believed that this was uh, some yarn. Yarn, or and that is what uh, some other translations of the Bible actually translates it to the word scarlet yarn. And if you study this out in Exodus, you'll see that they used the, the yarn mm-hmm. to make the veil of the tabernacle. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of significance mm-hmm. in what's going on here. And then um, the hyssop, and we you you read that. Um, or and discussed that earlier when we were talking in Exodus chapter 12. The hyssop was branches, and the way they were configured, it could be used as a, as a paintbrush or as a way to transfer something from one place to another. Yeah. And so this is how it would be done. They would take... The leper would come before the... Or the priest would go out to where the leper was, but he still would stand before. And they had to find a running water source, wherever that may be. And he would take the one bird, mm-hmm. and he would take the the yarn, mm-hmm. and he would tie that bird to that cedar. cedar. And so it could be used as a handle or something to hold on to, so he wouldn't have to put his hands around the bird as much. Mm-hmm. And then he would take the dead bird or the bird and he would kill the one mm-hmm. and lay it into the, the uh, pot or the uh, vessel. vessel as the running water came over. And then he would take the live bird and place it down there with it. And he would take the paintbrush mm-hmm. and he would begin to wave that, hitting the bird in a sense with the water and the blood. Mm-hmm. And then he would throw that up on... The leper and the, the live bird was also... Yes, it was on that. All that was getting this seven times. Mm-hmm. And he would declare the person holy. Clean. Clean, uh, clean from whatever disease it was. Just let that sink in a few mm-hmm. moments about this was how someone got healed in a sense. Declared that they were healed. Through the cross, we do that because of the stripes on Jesus' back. Mm-hmm. So even under the old covenant, it affected a person's spirit, soul, and body. Mm-hmm. Under the old covenant, we're under a better covenant. So here he would take that, and then he would take the living bird. He would loose it into an open field. In other words, the priest would let the blood-stained living bird fly away. No restraints. Yeah. Into an open field. And it would be free, but something had to die for its freedom. For its freedom. And he let it go. Now the bird is experiencing freedom. The Zoe. The Zoe kind of life. <laughs> so see, that? you could see how this is wrapped up into the new covenant in a sense. How you can see a clear indicator, uh, indicator of the two together. Mm-hmm. But also, it was for healing. Yeah. I'm here to tell you that God's desire is to heal you yeah. through his son Jesus. It's very important that you realize that if it was part of the old covenant, it's much more. You're under a better covenant established upon better Better promises. promises. But something had to die. Jesus died for you to affect you spirit, soul, and body. There's an old song uh, that we grew up listening to. It's, there is power, power, wonder-working power, precious precious blood of the Lamb. How true is that today? And just so you'll know, 
the devil wants to keep, I mean, wants to keep you in your past. Mm -hmm. But Jesus come to set you free from your past. In Romans 8 and 1 it says, There is there, therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. He was made alive, and we were made alive with him. Amen. We died to our sins. We died to our old nature. We died to our diseases, and we rose in the fullness of his life, free from our old sin Glory. nature, free from our sins that we had committed, and free from our diseases. He, he is, is my resurrection. resurrection. He is my life. He's my healing. He is my health. He's my victory. He is my all, all and all. That name is ours, that name of Jesus, and that name is all your help, help. that you're ever going to need, all your victory, all power, all health. Don't don't try to attain it. Don't struggle. Just do, do it. it. It's important that you and I realize we just got to do it. We've got to accept Christ in his fullness, yeah. not just for salvation, which is the most important thing, but receive him for all dimensions of your life, spirit, soul, and body. body. I have saw people saved, but be miserable. Mm -hmm. I have saw people saved and be financially uh, wealthy, but still walk in, in sickness. sickness. And I've saw people that are saved that's that's walked in healing. And prosperity, but, but, but have bad relationships. Yes. So I'm just saying, God wants you to walk in the total, Zoe. Total Zoe kind of life. It's important. Yeah. It's important. That's what I want people that's connected to Rodney Evans Ministries and to Real Life Church to realize God wants you to walk in the Zoe life. Amen. Spirit, soul, and body. It is a supernatural body clothed with supernatural power gathered about a supernatural Jesus, man. Jesus, Jesus. You've got to realize it's all because of Jesus that he wants to affect you spirit, soul, and body. He wants you to walk in the Zoe kind of life. Amen. So let's pray for you. Heavenly Father, we come into the, to you in the name of Jesus. I pray for every single person that's listening to this podcast today, Father. We pray that you move in every aspect, spirit, soul, and body in their life, Father. Lord, if they're lost today, they will receive you as Lord and Savior, Father. Lord, if they need a healing today, they'll receive their healing because of the stripes on their back. Lord, if it's financial breakthrough, Father, they'll receive that today, Father. Lord, we pray today and we declare that you're going to move, Father. As Teresa just said, Lord, we ask that you move in relationships, Father, that you do the impossible, Father. And Lord, yes, restore relationship, restore other issues in their life, restore healing into their life, Father. Let their walk in the greatness that God intended for them to walk yes, in through their son, Jesus. We pray this in Jesus' name. Father, I, sis, I've enjoyed this today. Amen. And I'm just thrilled that you've listened today. Listen, we love you and we appreciate you. And we're praying God's best be yours. Spirit, soul, soul and, and body. body.